0: It's time now for Empowered Family Talk with Francina Hallriss. Do you want to empower families and young people in your community? Then take the time to make a tax deductible contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. The Coach Tate Foundation is is dedicated to helping young people and their families in learning and passing on the kinds of life skills that we all need to succeed. All too often, we hear about kids and their families having encountered life's difficulties that could have been easily avoided by knowing better decision-making skills, from anger management to money management to something as simple as learning to manage how we spend our time or how we use our job skills. Make a donation to the Coach Tate Fund. It'll help kids who need help and their families too. Make your contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. Get details at www.coachtatefoundation.com. And oh, by the way, thank you. May the words of our mouth and the
1: meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Good morning, it's family time, and welcome back to Empower Family Talk right here on Praise 106.9 in the beautiful sunshine state of Jacksonville, Florida. We, the people, paying it forward in this 21st century. As we balance these scales of justice coming together within our assimilation of our multicultural, multilingual, multinational population of faith and family, are we ready? In order to truly understand faith and family, we must all understand our fear of and foes. Having said that, I am delighted to be joined today by our special guest, Mrs. Juma Mamaritas. She's a citizen resident of Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to Empower Family Talk, Ms. Mamaritas, and thank you for being here today.
2: Thank you, Francina. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very happy to be here with you guys.
1: Well, thank you so much. We're delighted. And our listeners have uh, uh, written in so many things, some in Spanish and uh, some in English. But, uh, you know, Ms. Mavridis, as we were talking about earlier about our social unrest, could you please share your story with our listeners of your journey of faith and family and assimilation into America from Guatemala?
2: Miss Juma, please. Okay. Well, actually, today I was uh, talking with my husband, and I just realized that yesterday I'm um, here 21 years in the United States. And wow. Congratulations. Yeah, so I, yeah, thank you. So it's very, you know, excited. I love this country. Um, I I'm, I bless this country every time. And I think I'm very grateful to this country. I came here in in 1999 uh, from Guatemala. Um, You know, like the Spanish, Latin American countries are, you know, sometimes are very difficult to, you know, do something to find a job, something like easy to find a job. And Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up in a village. And uh, I have two kids, single mother. My mom was a single mother also with four kids. I'm the older one. So then uh, I had my two kids. You know, I was going to, uh, you know, getting ready to work. And it's uh, difficult to find a job and provide to you kids, you know, when you don't have any help. And um, so then I said one day, you know what? I'm gonna try to go to United States and I never have intend to come here and uh and work here, you know. I wanna do that in uh in Guatemala but uh Guatemala didn't have you know the those opportunities for for right. me or for, and then so now you know everything is I think it got worse. But uh so it was a very dangerous country. It's dangerous. It, it's even dangerous now. Uh, back then, uh, you know, it was very difficult to raise kids. So then I decided, you know, to apply for a visa. And then I went there to the U.S. Embassy in Guatemala, and I, I, I never thought that I'm going to get a visa for 10 years. Wow! But I went there without saying, "Okay, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't happen." So I did my pray before I went, and, uh, and usually they ask many questions, and and that day they asked me, "Where are you going?" And then I told them, "I'm going to Massachusetts. I have family there." And they said, "Okay, what uh, and what are you going to do? I'm going to be a tourist." You know, and that's the thing that every single immigrant. When they come here, when they wanna have a good opportunity, uh, you know, some of them they 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 can't even go to the embassy. They don't have the money to pay for for a visa, and uh, other ones, they you know, obviously you see on TV, they cross the river, they cross Mexico. So then I okay, I got my visa for ten years, and then uh, you know, I told them I'm gonna be a tourist, but. That wasn't the thing. (laughs) I came here (laughs) to work and um, and to provide for my kids. So the day I left, it was very hard for me, and for every immigrant, it's very difficult. And I understand that. Uh, You know, when you see on TV all these, you know, parents uh, trying to cross, uh, you know, United States for better opportunity. And then you see they leave the kids with the family. I left my two kids uh, with my mother. And uh, I used to call them every day, almost every day. I used to buy phone cards and call them every day. I used to sing over the phone to them so, you know, so they kind of feel like they were close to me. And I felt the same way, like I was close to them too. So it it was difficult. So I came here. I worked, uh, like, in three days, I, I found a job. I actually, with my little English, because I didn't speak any English, it was, that's the first wall that every person who comes to this country, you know, is an immigrant, illegal, uh, you know, you face the first wall, which is the language. You the don't language. speak the language, you can't communicate. I'm like, now what I do? You know, how, how I get a job. So I went to, I came here to my cousin's house. You know, he helped me to be in his house. And uh, his wife says, you want to go to the grocery store with me? I said, okay, let's go. I went to the grocery store, and uh, I, I heard some people speaking Spanish. And I said, oh. I said, okay, that's nice. So I saw the manager. He was Puerto Rican. And then I asked him, you know, while my cousin's wife was shopping, I asked him, I said, listen, do you have a job? And he says, uh, what do you want to do? I say, I don't know, whatever. I don't speak English. I said, but I, I have two hands, I have two legs, and I can work. And I have the energy. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, he says, okay, give me your phone number, and then I will let you know. So that was in the morning, around 12 o'clock, uh, he called me, and then he says, Oh, Joma, I think I have a job for you. I said, Really? He says, Yes. So it was a walking distance, and um, I started working in the third day over here in the United States. Third wow. day, I was, here, I was working. Nice, <laughs> nice. So then nice. I started meeting people, and then I got a second job. I started in Dunkin' Donuts. And that's, uh, you know, I worked there. I really enjoyed that place, too. I enjoy both jobs. I was so grateful, and I was thankful to God and to this country to, you know, to give me the opportunity to bring, to make some money and feed my kids. Because that was the whole point for me in that time. I have to feed my kids. And then I have to find the opportunity You know somewhere and and that's how i started working in the in two jobs and then i said okay so how i'm going to bring my kids here how how i'm going to do that and i always was like praying to god like god you have to help me i need help i want to bring my kids i want to bring them to this beautiful country that is so many opportunities i can educate them over here, which is better education. And then, uh, anyway, so I started working. And then one day through roommates, I was living with roommates, and that's when I met my husband, John Mimiridis. And uh, it was funny, you know, because uh, I was thinking, okay, you know, I like this guy. (laughs) I actually, it was, yeah. Uh, actually was uh, another person, another guy was inviting me for coffee. Uh, he was bothering me all the time, and I never, uh, I came here to a mission, you know, that I have to help my kids. So I didn't want to yes. date anybody. <laughs> and yes. then I was like, I'm not going to see another guy. You know, I don't, I don't want to have more kids. <laughs> so yes. anyway, so this uh, person invited me for coffee, and then I said, okay, I'm going, but that guy never show up, and then my roommates invite my husband to you know to the to the apartment. So I thought it was the person that I was supposed to date. Uh, they was ringing the door you know doorbell. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then and then I and then I open I opened the door and I saw John Memoridis. I saw my husband, and I'm um, you know I didn't speak English, and then I said to him I say see. Si? And then he says, oh, the junior lives here? I say, yes. And I say, si, sí, entre. Entre means come in. <laughs> yes. So he ke- he came in, but he didn't know, like, you know, this is where suppo- I'm supposed to be. But, you know, I like this woman, so I'm going to follow her. So <laughs> so he came in, and that's how I, I met my husband. And then uh, through my roommate, they told me, you know what, this, uh, this guy want to date you. I said, well, I told this guy that I'm not here for dating. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, anyway, so then... Uh, and, and he was know, Greek. He, so he was a Greek. Uh, he was a Greek. Greek. <laughs> yeah, he spoke Greek. He was Greek-American. And then, uh, anyway, we started dating. Um, then uh, I didn't want to get married, you know, because I didn't want him, like, to think I I want. My legal papers you know become yeah. a, a resident, so I said, "No, you know, like second year, he was like, uh we were dating, you know, I think we should get together, you know we should marry, you know He saw me through you know calling my kids yeah. all the time, and then he I said, "Well, you know what? I said, "No, let's wait, you know, let's wait, and we wait for years. But so then I got married with my husband, that's how I became legal you know, through marrying him. So, And how many I years
1: guess, later? How many years have you guys been married
2: here? Four years later, uh, I married him. Uh, we are 16 years married. Awesome. So, awesome. you know, we date for four years. And then as soon as we got married, he was like, you know what? Let's do the papers and then let's go and get your kids. So we did all the process. And uh, we went to get my kids. My husband went with me to Guatemala. I was kind of nervous because it's dangerous there. When they see Americans, you know, walking around everywhere. It's only the tourist part where it's safe. But around, you know, all the areas in in Guatemala, they were dangerous. So I was kind of, yes. you know, nervous. But we got the kids. We went. we brought them over here, it was uh, a big Im- impact for the kids. To see a big country. They were yes. like, oh my God, this is big, you know, and the language, yes. they do not know the language. But they got, um, we got them into the schools and uh, the good program of the, you know, for the uh, EOL support they had over here in, uh, in Massachusetts. And uh, we helped them. And I'm a kind of like, you know, all the Spanish. Mothers, I can say most of the Spanish mothers, are very strong, you know, when it yeah. comes to the kids. And I think every mother is like that. But yeah. uh, we are very attached to the kids, and uh, our kids is everything for us. So then, uh, you know, I support them, even that you know, I didn't understand too much the education system. But I want them to be, to focus in Uh, to be, uh, like, concentrating in schools. So when I brought them over here, I told them, listen, your job is to be in school to bring good grades, and you're going to study, and I'm going to do everything else. And um, I do not accept, like, lower uh, grades. You have to bring me good grades because I'm going to do everything for you. And uh, they were my two kids. I can say they are very, very smart. And they they saw that I I, I became like um, American. Yeah. I in in the house we were, you know, I spoke Spanish to them. I didn't want them to lose that culture. And I told them, I said, listen, when you are here, say I want you to be. American and Guatemalan-American, I say to them. And then you have to, I say, adapt to this culture. Assimilate. I love this yeah. country. Yeah, assimilate this country, adapt here, and you, uh, learn the language, I say, and take all the education, oppor- educational opportunities that come in front of you. And they did my son was accepted to many universities he was accepted to the ohio state university he was accepted over here in massachusetts in bentley he was accepted in bu but uh one day he came and then he decided to get in the army <laughs> you know i was in the military saying, in the military yes he he decided to to say listen ah, mom and dad uh, I joined the army and um there's nothing you can do about it. Because I the first thing told the first thing I told him I said listen I want you to study to go to college. I do not want you to get in the military and then that's the day that he came I was sweeping the floor and then he told me I don't know if I'm gonna hit him with the broom or but but they yeah he says no it's nothing you can do about it i'm older i'm adult and then i'm going to the army and he went to the army and uh he did fantastic in the army he stays there he went to you know he's always uh, studying he's in the the university now he's taking uh, his master's in uh, georgetown or washington and um he has a family. I have a grandson. And my daughter is the same way. She studies all the time. She works two jobs. And uh, she's doing fantastic. And I think, uh, you know, that's my American dream. Well, I, I
0: tell
2: you,
1: I, your kids are- yeah. Your kids are just doing very well, and I believe your son just got a, a new promotion with the U.S. military. Is that correct? Yes. In cybersecurity.
2: Yes. Yes. He works in the, in the, um, in the Pentagon. In the Pentagon. Yes. Yes. And that yes. is that was
1: a to. high achievement. You are such a blessed mm-hmm. woman and story. And we're, we're we have a limited amount of time, but thank you so much, Miss Juma, for sharing that story because. In the mm-hmm. United States today, and I'm, I'm sure you can see the difference between 1999 and where yeah. we are today with our integration. I'll share this quick story, and we'll we'll move along here. But, um, yeah. uh, you know, our, our colleague and dear friend together experienced what it really feels like up close and personal when a friend of his from India received a call. From the immigration yes. services and said they had two days to deport America. Mm-hmm. And yes. he, oh, just a lovely family with little girl and wife and oh, they've been here for three years on a work visa. Just a oh. phenomenal engineer and software uh, developer. And yes. it really touched home to all of us. Uh, the tears that were shed. They became very uh, good supporters of the Coach Kate Foundation. And we mm-hmm. we discovered in real time what it means to see a family that's been in America, good-working citizens of America, to receive a yes. call to be deported back to their country. And now they're no, back they in have. New Delhi, India.
2: Isn't that something?
1: So, so today we're looking at uh, this from the top to the bottom, how value-add contributions, such as your family, have made the United States what it is. We're all together now. Now, uh, switching hats a little bit, uh, Miss Juma, while we have a little bit more time left, is yeah. can you show us some of those jobs today that are available? Because you know, in staffing and human resources, the big need, even in security, is individuals yeah. that can speak more than one language. Like right? especially here in Florida, if you go to Miami, you see all kinds of. Countries and cultures and languages. Uh, what roles do you think uh, will be good for our young people to look for as far as uh, translators and, and such as that going forward? Uh,
2: what, what role? Uh, you know, yes, what? Uh, I new jobs, I, jobs that are out there. Jobs out there. I think, you know, this kids now they're, you know, especially with the technology we have. You know, yeah. it's so so. You know, so much they can do. First thing is like you know, you have, you have to prepare yourself to get in those jobs and take the opportunity. Take whatever you can, so you can succeed. Provide it to this country too, to yourself, to your family, and to you into this country. You know there are so many opportunities out there. They can, they can, um, you know, they can take any time they want. Yeah. Yes. And and did you
1: have a recent uh, journey to Greece uh, as a translator?
2: Me? Yes. I I, you know, I went to BU here, and I took um, I took a um, a course. It was a year and a half translation yes. to the legal translation yes and um i work for uh, you know couple lawyers just doing uh work uh you know over the doing all the all the processes of the immigration process. and then sometimes i still help you know all the you know spanish people which is like guatemalans around me here where i live is a city there's a lot of guatemalans here and um I see sometimes, you know, the lawyers take a lot of money from them. And then uh, sometimes I just help them for free. <laughs> I told them, like, okay, I can, you know, take you and help you how to do your process. You can do it by yourself, too. You know, if you yeah. have all your paperwork and then all your, you know, all your dates and uh, all your information, um, you know, you can do it by yourself. So I guide them and then, uh, you know, through the all the stuff that I learned with the lawyers, you know, immigration lawyers. And sometimes I help them, you know, to get through so so they don't pay all the money. Uh, Sometimes it's like, you know, $8,000 they have to pay. And it's very easy, you know, it's very easy, plus the fees they have to pay. But, you know, I just I guide them, you know, how to do all the paperwork. Yeah, and then that's because I learned to be, you know, I work with lawyers and I learn all the stuff. Is it was difficult for me the language, but I learned so much. I like to read a lot.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, I tell you what. Right now, uh, you you are my uh, shining armor for the Coach Tate Foundation, and we look forward to your work because the children of today of this twenty first century and mm-hmm. the the camaraderie of learning from other cultures. This is the new earth, the new heaven and the new earth, where we all must come together as one. Would you not agree, Miss Miss
2: Oh yeah, of course. Of course. We have to, you know, be all together and um and you know and help each other also. Yes. Yeah. Now can you share
1: briefly uh some of your closing remarks regarding your faith on your journey, the faith that it takes in God, to really achieve unity and harmony in another country and other cultures?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm uh, very religious. <laughs> I in, Back in Guatemala, I went to, also to the theology school, and I learned, you know, I, I want to know about the Bible, how, you know, things about the Bible. So. God, for me, is important, Be, you know, besides my family. God is the one who give you uh, whatever you ask Him. Uh, yeah. He would provide to you. And then uh, I always have faith in everything, even what, what we live in right now. I have faith that God it will, you know, it will relieve all of us. So in my journey, you know, coming from Guatemala to United States, learn the language and uh, learn the culture, uh, God always being in front. I always put God in front in everything I do. And I think yeah. it's very important to have God before you do anything. And uh, it works. It works for me. It works if you have God uh, in front of you and anything you do, uh, everything is going to be easy. Right now we are like kind of like upset, you know, everybody is kind of like depressed, they don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we have to have faith that God it will continue this journey that we live in. Yeah, uh, Amen. And the last thing is, when you look
1: around in Boston at COVID, I know you have mentioned earlier the streets the shutdown is not that same city that you used to see there in times like these. Yeah, yeah. But God is in control. And Miss Juma, thank you so much, Miss Missus Juma Mamaritas.
2: Thank uh, you, one thank of you.
1: Our faithful colleagues, and thank you for sharing your. Unique thank you. story. Thank you for your
2: inviting us, Thank you. Well,
1: thank you, and we look and God forward bless everybody.
2: To and
1: God bless you too, and your children, your family, as we come together as one. And we're going to close okay. out to the day, and many blessings to you, and stay safe in thank Boston. You, thank you. And okay, give our thank regards you. to the family.
2: Okay, thank, thank you very much.
1: To all of our listeners,
2: it's family time. It's time to get our
1: faith, family, and assimilation houses in order today for our tomorrow. We are the new America. We are one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all people. Read Revelations 21 22. Until next week, same time, same station. Praise 107.9, Jacksonville, Florida. I am Francina Pink
0: Holres, your host. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Holras, our sixth sense and purpose, the power in knowing who you are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Holrus is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families Family's face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hollis. Thank you for joining Francina Hollis on Empowered Family Talk. Tune in next week.